Well, good morning and welcome to the Sabbath. Normally, I would have been at Gospel of Faith for the New Year's, but I was unable to make it. So I'm going to use today as our send-off Sabbath. That's what I call it, the send-off Sabbath for um, our hope for the new year. As we begin, I'd like to open by prayer. And I'd like to open by praying for the body of Christ. Father, you put all things under the feet of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And you gave him to be the head over all things of the church, which is his body, which is the fullness of him who, who fills us. We were dead in trespasses of sin, but you made us alive, Lord. Christ became our peace, and we're no longer strangers and, 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 and foreigners, but we're all fellow citizens with, with the saints and, and the members in the household of God. Jesus became our cornerstone. Heavenly Father, you, you, you wish us to grow up, to know the whole truth, and to tell it in love to others. Like Christ in everything, we take our lead from Jesus. I pray today to Jesus, who is the source of everything we do, he keeps us, us in, in step with each other. His very breath and blood flows through each and every one of us, nourishing us so that we will grow up healthy in God, robust in the love of our Savior and Lord Jesus Christ. May we be filled, the body of Christ, with the knowledge of your will in all wisdom and all spiritual understanding as we begin this new year here in 2024. We, the elect of God, holy and beloved, we put our tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering, bearing with one another and forgiving one another. We come to you on bended knee for repentance of all sin. If we have a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave us, so we also forgive others. But first and foremost, let us begin 2024 by forgiving ourselves through Jesus' love and by the grace of God. Too many carry that burden. Above all things, we put on love, which is the bond of perfection through Christ. And let the peace of God rule in our hearts, to which also we were called in one body. And we are thankful to, to you, Lord God. We pray this praise this morning, that we as the body of Christ will take this time in this year, 2024, 
to make Gospel of Faith Church and this broadcast change into the church, the body of Christ that God intended the church to be. Let us take this picture this morning that we paint of what the church was, is, and always should be, and let's mold Gospel of Faith Church back to what it was and what it should be in the future. In Jesus' name we pray this day. And everyone said amen. And amen. I'd like you to always remember, I used to do this before every sermon years ago. Jesus is behind us. He's beside us. Jesus is before us. And our God surrounds us in everything we do. Somebody say amen to that. So let's begin today by holding our Bible high to heaven. If you can't do that, then just hold it to your heart. And let's repeat, if you would, after me. Are you ready? Grab your Bible and say this with me. Just repeat it after me. This is my Bible. It is the infallible word of God. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. I can do what it says I can do. Today, I will be taught the word of God. I'll boldly confess my mind is alert. My heart is receptive. And I will never, never be the same again. Praise Jesus. Now, while you have your Bible in your hand, would you turn, please, to Acts chapter 4, verse 33, Acts 4.33, as we talk today about what the church should be and what 2024 should enlighten the church to be. Acts 4, verse 33 says, And with great power, say that with me, And with great power gave he the apostles witnesses of the resurrection. And with great power, let's say it again, And with great power gave he the apostles witnesses of the resurrection. Hallelujah. I want you to know that things are changing at Gospel of Faith Church. Things are happening, sometimes in a slow way, but they're happening. And you should go and be a part of it. The Lord is leading our deaconess and a few others to change things for the better. And if you've been out there and, and you haven't been out there in a while, you need to go back. God is putting on my heart and on the hearts of others there. And let me give you an example. For instance, there will be a clothes closet just shortly there. If you're in need of clothing for your kids for school or you're in need of, of uh, clothing for yourself, there's a clothes closet. You can go and, and see what they have. If you know homeless people or people in need of, that can't stretch their, their dollar and they need uh, extra food, 
besides the, the food bank that's out there, if you can't make it on a Monday, shortly you'll be able to go out there and get an emergency food box on any day. You know, somebody will meet you there. If you need prayer, shortly there will be someone there every day that you can go out and, and, and be with them and, and maybe pray, pray with them. So things are changing. God is guiding the congregation. A lot of changes are going on. Our Sunday school is, is, is changing and, and growing. Our, our children are learning about Christ. This is what God called the church to do, to be there for the people, to feed the flock of Christ, to teach the word of God. So I wanted to take this morning and, and look at what the church is supposed to be doing. So without further ado, let's get into the word of God. In Acts 4 and 33, I just said, and with great power gave he, the apostles, witness of, of the resurrection. And Peter preached and 3,000 were converted on that very first day. Now, Jesus says, what I have done, ye shall be able to do also. That's written in the word of God. What Christ did, we should be able to do here in 2024. People say, oh, no, that's, that's only for the old church. No, that's not. That's for all churches. He gave us that great power if we will use that great power. The church in, in the New Testament was, is, and always will be the church that is committed to evangelism. And every church, every church, say it with me, every church should make a new commitment to evangelism. And Gospel of Faith Church and this broadcast is no different. In 2024, I am praying that we will make a new commitment. Your prayers have been answered. Listen to me. Your prayers are working. I went to a surgeon, a, a urologist surgeon, this past week. Now, I was supposed to just go in, and they were going to take my kidney. But I went into this surgeon, and after looking at all the evidence, through prayer, I believe, they have decided not to take that kidney right now, but they're going to try to freeze that mass that's on my kidney. He believes he can freeze it and save that kidney. That's your prayers in action. Praise God. That's your prayers to the Lord and the Lord reacting to your prayers. Prayer works, church. Prayer works. This town, this ranch, this world, needs to hear the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? Hallelujah. And what it, what it says about evangelism, that's what a church is for, to spread the word of God, to bring it forth, to evangelize. Say that word, evangelize. The Bible says, He that when the souls is wise. He that winneth souls is wise. The Bible says, what does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul? I'm not talking about just going to church on Sunday morning. 
I'm talking about a conversion experience where you become a new creation in Christ. Jesus, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody lift your hands to heaven and shout amen and amen. Where Jesus is the Lord and Savior of your life. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Woo! I'm telling you, going to church no more makes you a Christian than sitting in your driveway and, and praying to become a Cadillac. You must be active in the church. You must become a new creation in Christ Jesus. That's what 2024 means. And I believe at Gospel of Faith Church that in 2024, God is going to open a new door for you. The New Testament church was a church of great power and a great prayer church. And that's what I pray for Gospel of Faith Church and this broadcast. For the Bible says, and when they had prayed, listen to it. And when they had prayed, the place was shaken where they were assembled together. Hallelujah. I want you to hear this, church. Prayerlessness, prayerlessness is sin. Prayerlessness is sin. First Samuel chapter 12, verse 23 says, God forbid that I should sin against the Lord in ceasing to pray for you. Prayer is the only way to release the power of God in your life. Prayers that are not prayed cannot be answered. Prayer in disobedience to God will never be heard. Prayer should be your first choice, not your last chance. Prayer is not sending God to do and to run your errands. He's not an errand boy. My prayer, as we enter 2024, is that God will send to us that old-time Holy Ghost power. Yes, this is a new you and a new year here at Gospel of Faith Church. A brand new time. It's the time of power and prayer that they had in the book of Acts. Hallelujah. Somebody lift your hands to heaven and shout amen. Praise Jesus. Give God praise and glory this morning, won't you? So if we are to have that type of a church, a gospel of faith church, if we are to return gospel of faith church to God, and become that, that powerful prayer church. I need you to begin to pray like you've never prayed before. I need that church to return to the time when we, when we put prayer first at the church. They, the power they had in the book of Acts, the power that will convict sin, the power that will set captive souls free, the power that will heal the brokenhearted, the power to deliver the town of drugs and alcoholism and demon possession, that power to heal minds that have been tormented in the fear of, of tomorrow and the guilt 
of a thousand yesterdays. Power that will take away the anxiety and the worry and the mental illness that surrounds the town of Ashfork and the world for that matter. The New Testament church had great power and there was a great fear of God Almighty. Acts chapter 5 and verse 5 says, And great fear came upon all of them that heard these things. Why? Why? Because two church members, Ananias and Sapphira, read it, were, were struck down dead by God on, the, on a Wednesday night prayer meeting. Why? Because they pretended to be what they were not. They were more pretended to be more dedicated to God than they really were. They were playing church, and that's a dangerous game to play. It's time Gospel of Faith Church quit playing church and began to be what it was designed to be. And that was a glorious, powerful prayer ministry. Don't you know? That was a prayer meeting that, that wouldn't soon be forgotten. A Sunday school youth group leader was speaking to the teenage class on Ananias and Sapphira, and he told the group, God doesn't strike people dead for lying in these modern times. If he did, where would we all be? And the kid all smiled, and they said, if he did, our church would be empty. Right, Pastor? The point is this that God struck them dead because they were pretending to have a full dedication to him, and they didn't. If God did that in America today, the obituary column would be thicker than the phone book. There's no fear of God in the church today. Proverbs chapter 1, verse 7 says, The beginning of the wisdom is the fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord. Why? Because the soul that sinneth shall surely die. Say it with me. Why fear the Lord? Because the wages of sin is death. Why fear the Lord? Because the same God who struck down Ananias and Sapphira is that Wednesday night service, that prayer meeting, is the same God that you and I will stand before on judgment day. One person said to me, I don't like sermons on hell. And I said, why don't you? And they said, why don't you preach Jesus, the meek and the lowly? And I said, it was the meek and lowly Jesus that told us so much about hell. That's what he preached. Others say to me, I don't believe in hell. And I say, that's too bad because you're still going to go there. What you believe has absolutely no bearing on truth or the reality of the word of God. The word, this world is, is, is round, whether you believe it or not. Fire burns, whether you believe it or not. Poison kills, whether you believe it or not. Hell is real, whether you choose to believe it or not. So, pastor, what is the standard for the church? I'm glad you asked that. Because here it is. 
the Bible that we follow it says seek ye first the kingdom of God say it with me seek ye first the kingdom of God and all things will be added unto you God is first God is absolutely first in our lives Jesus says he that will not forsake father mother sister brother is not worthy of me that's shocking that's a shocking thought for for many people say to me well pastor Davenport I couldn't attend church because my relatives popped in unexpectedly that's fine that's fine here's my idea turn on the TV let them leave them sitting there on the couch and tell them I'm going to church church is over at 12 I'll be home about 1230 goodbye they're gonna say to you that you you must really love the Lord today we examine the purpose of being a great church the purpose of being the supernatural church as revealed in the book of Acts this is a new year for this is the time that the Lord has made this is a new year 2024 but let's get back it was a great church that had great faithfulness in the book of Acts it had great grace great persecution great joy read with me once again Acts chapter 4 verse 33 and with great power say it with great power gave the Apostles witnesses of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ continuing say it loudly say it firmly and great grace was upon them all that's our memory verse for today and great grace was upon them all father i pray let that great power that great grace fall upon all that are listening to the sound of my voice today and for all that are sitting in the church today around the world yea be ash fork juniper woods ranch or around the world if they're living for christ for this is a dying world let them hear the word of god in jesus name amen and amen see the church in 2024 is a church whose members understand the new testament faithfulness paul wrote in first corinthians chapter 4 verse 2 moreover it is required say required required that in servants that a man or a woman i'm paraphrasing be found faithful be found faithful now listen to this statement we are required by the New Testament to be faithful, not successful, but faithful. Faithful for how long? In Revelations 2 and verse 10, it says, 
Be thou faithful unto death, and I will give you a crown of life. Hallelujah. Which would you rather have? A little bit of money or a crown? Of, a crown for life. How are we going to be welcomed when we get to heaven? Well, there's a bigger question. Where will you spend eternity, in heaven or in hell? And when you get to heaven or hell, how will you be welcomed? Jesus says in Matthew chapter 25, verse 21, when you, when you walk into the gates of glory, hallelujah, you will be welcomed with these words. Well done, thou good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. I shall make you ruler over many things. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Give him praise, would you? Just give him praise. If you're in church, stand up and give God a clapping praise. If you're at home, just lift your hands to heaven and shout amen and amen. So how will you be welcomed? He will say to you, enter thou into the joy of the Lord. How are you going to be welcomed? As a faithful servant. Hallelujah. So what is faithful? Webster's Dictionary says that faithful is someone who is steadfast, loyal, and constant in his or her pursuit of God. So just how constant is that? Let's apply the same uh, standards of faithfulness to our church, maybe to our church attendance and church activities that we would apply to all things in our lives. Like, like, like your car. If your car started one time in three, would you consider that faithful? Probably not. If you had an employee and they came one day out of three, would you consider them a faithful employee? If you missed your mortgage payment six months out of 12, would your, would your banker say, oh, well, six out of 12, that's not bad. If your husband or your wife came home one night out of three, would you consider him or her faithful? You say, come on, that's being extreme, pastor. No, no, actually, it's not. Jesus, the Bible says, is the bridegroom, and we, the church, is the bride. We're going to heaven to an event called the Marriage Supper of the Lamb, and Christ is coming for the bride without a spot or a wrinkle, and must, and most assuredly, a faithful bride. How faithful are we at Gospel of Faith Church? People say all the time, well, I don't have to go to church today. Okay. Well, if you don't go to God's house, why should God come to your house? You say, oh, Pastor Davenport, God, God's not like that. Yeah. Yes. Yes, he is. Jesus said, if you deny me, I will deny you before my father and his angels. When you walk out, of your house with your Bible in your hand and someone says, where are you headed? I'm headed to church. You become a witness to your neighbor. You see, people say all the time to me, I, I just, I can't 
I can't witness for God. I can't be an evangelist. I, you know, people, they don't understand. I just gave you the answer. When you walk out of your house with your Bible in hand, or when you say something, well, I'm watching my time because I have to be in church, you're actually witnessing to that neighbor or to that person. Some people never go to church except for their baptism or their marriage or their funeral. Or in other words, when they're hatched, matched, or dispatched. If absent makes your heart grow fonder, imagine how many people must really love their church. I've been thinking, first Sunday in our church should always be, in the first year, a no-excuse Sunday to encourage all those who would come to church. <laughs> but we would place cots. That, that's an idea. We could place cots for those who say, Sunday's my day to sleep. And we could hand out steel helmets for, at the front door for all those who say the roof would just cave in if I came to church. How about blankets for those who say it's too cold? Fans for those who say it's too hot? Hearing aids for those who think that maybe the pastor talks too softly? And if anyone says that I have uh, that, if anyone says that, I have some bell tones for you. Cotton balls for those who say that I'm too loud. Or Pastor Lynn is too loud. Scorecards for those who wish to covet the hypocrites. To which I say, come on in. We always have room for one more. Come on. We could give out TV dinners for those who say, I preach too long and they get very, very hungry. One section of the church could have trees and grass for all those who find God in nature. We'll exclude the spotted owl and two and maybe a couple of those special frogs for the intellectual crowd. And finally, our church could be decorated with poinsettias and Easter lilies for those who have never seen the church in any other way. They only come Christmas and Easter. Are you faithful? It is required by God. It's required of the New Testament believer that, that you be found faithful. Secondly, a great church had great grace. And the new church, the new church, the church of the end time. Yes, that's what I said. The church of the end time that we're in right now, that church should be found with great grace. What is grace? Grace is the unmerited favor of God. Grace is an ocean without a shoreline. Grace is an ocean without end. You will never understand the goodness of God. You will never understand the nature of God. Until first you understand the grace of God. You see, grace will set you free to live, to love, and to be happy as you obey the word of a supernatural God. Grace will give you the ability to forgive those 
who have hurt you. Grace will give you the, the ability to forgive yourself. I'm going to say that one again because many, many, many in the church have never gone that far to forgive themselves. Grace will give you the ability to forgive yourself when you have failed. And believe me, each and every one of us fail. Grace does not make everything right, but God's grace gives you the supernatural power to live with joy, to live a divine regret, and to put it past you. The past is the past. That's why we call it the past, because Christ washes it clean with his blood. To live with success when all around you is falling apart. Grace can give you a song in your heart. Amen. Through God's grace, he sent his only begotten son to die on Calvary's cross. And it made us heirs of the King of kings and Lord of lords. God's grace is greater than your sin. I'm going to say it again. God's grace is greater than your sin. God's grace is greater than all your transgressions. God's grace will give you a new song, a new beginning, a new creation in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. There is no limit to the endless grace of God. <laughs> Praise God. Can you lift your hands to heaven and just shout amen and amen. Glory to God. Let your heart sing in praises and joy to God. Praise the Lord. What we need today is a Holy Ghost power-filled church of the Lord Jesus Christ. We need the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit, to fly out the windows of Gospel of Faith Church and just pour out the Spirit upon Juniper Woods and Ashford and KEW and all the way to Williams and Seligman and then pour out that Spirit around the world. Hallelujah. Praise God. I ask you today, are you with me? Are we going to allow Gospel of Faith Church to receive the anointing of the Holy Spirit and each and every one of you? Open your heart and let that Holy Ghost just come down from the crown of your heads to the, to the soles of your feet today in Jesus' name. Somebody shout amen and amen. Let me repeat that. What we need today is a Holy Ghost power-filled church of the Lord Jesus Christ. Get it straight. The only church that Satan won't attack is a dead church. And if the church is at peace with the world, the flesh, and the devil, it is what Paul said, having a form of godliness, denying the power thereof from such turn away. You want a spirit-filled church? I tell you today, this church of the Lord Jesus Christ needs to arise with a great power, power to save, power to heal, power to deliver from evil spirits, power to bring Ashford and this ranch back to God. It is time to stand up for Jesus. Hallelujah. You, you mark my words, church. The forces of hell in these last days are coming to your neighborhood with your 
with guns and, and, and blazing to rob, to kill, and to destroy. That's the end times. Read it in the in Revelations. Pastor Lynn is preaching Revelations. Listen to what he's got to say. And my message today in Juniper Woods, Ashford, and, and is that the devil wants to fight. And let let's make it a good fight. Let's make it a good one. Let's just hold Jesus as a shield and a buckler. Someone, someone. Lift their hands to heaven and shout amen. Let us today put on the full armor of God, Gospel of Faith Church. Put on the helmet of salvation. Put on the breastplate of righteousness. Put on the shield of faith. Take up the sword of the word of God, praying always in the spirit. Let us together, together charge the gates of hell, saying, you cannot have my family. You cannot have my son or my daughter, or my grandparents, my parents. You cannot have my, my, my family. Let God arise at Gospel of Faith Church and let his enemies be scattered. Somebody, somebody, understand the victory is ours through Christ. God is the Lord of lords, the King of kings over all. Let us begin today a church, a church, a new church at Gospel of Faith Church with great power, great commitment, great faithfulness, great grace. Somebody. Lift your hands to heaven and shout amen and amen. A great church is not a place of anger or jealousy or distension. It is a place of love, joy, and, and communion where God's children love one another, support one another, welcome one another as you leave this broadcast today, as you leave Gospel of Faith Church today, we are building a body of Christ. Oy! A Holy Ghost power filled church of the King. I pray wherever you are, read Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14, as we prepare to end this message today. I am praying every day that God touch my kidneys, my lungs, my back, that I might recover, that I might be able to be over there. I'm going to go every other Sunday, let Lynn do one Sunday, I'll do the second Sunday, and let's begin revival, to revive Gospel of Faith Church, to bring the Holy Spirit into that church. I know. It's easy just to come and sit and listen. It's hard to get involved, but it's time we got involved. These are the end times. You're not gonna be safe out there in the wilderness. The devil will find his way into your family and your friends. He will try to attack you. Let's bind together. There's that old song. When we first opened the church, I had those little red books. I don't know how many of you remember the little red book. But it used to say, bind us together. Oh, Lord, bind us together. Bind us together with love. Now, may the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May he make his face to shine upon you. Keep praying. Keep praying together. I want to hear in my heart. Don't just say, we're praying for pastor. 
we're praying for this one or we're praying for that one. Pray it out loud. Pray it from the pulpit to the pews and from the pews to the pulpit. Become a praying church. Pray for the lost. For salvation needs to be spread like a wildfire. I pray for you. Brother Al Martinez is in, in uh, the hospital in Flagstaff. And they tell him he can only go home if his legs get strong. Pray for that, please. Join me in prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that from the crown of, of Brother Al's head to the to his soles of his feet, Lord God, I pray strength return to those muscles, to those ligaments, to the bones. I pray, Lord God, through the Holy Ghost, and feel his body, his mind, his spirit, his soul, and give him strength. We need him in the church, Lord God. He was a great Great team member in the church. Him and his wife both were there and, and supported the church. Oh, Lord, in prayer, as a prayer partner, he supported the church. And we just pray, Lord God, to bring him back to the church. Give him that strength, Lord God. Let that body be revived in Jesus' name. We lay spiritual hands upon him right now. Every part of his body being healed by the power of God. We pray it in Jesus' name. For all those that are on that prayer list right now, we pray in Jesus' name. Let us return strength to the body of Christ. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. I just pray it right now. And I hope and I pray For our church to find that strength to return, inviting the Spirit, inviting the Holy Ghost to come back to Gospel of Faith Church, and giving strength to those that are trying to infill that church once again and every person in it. This I declare by the Word of God. Seek out, knock, and the door shall open. Seek, and ye shall find. Ask, and it shall be given. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. God bless you all. Let me repeat that. What we need today is a Holy Ghost, power-filled church of the Lord Jesus Christ. Get it straight. The only church that Satan won't attack is a dead church. And if the church is at peace with the world, the flesh, and the devil, it is what Paul said, having a form of godliness, denying the power thereof, from such turn away. You want a spirit-filled church? I tell you today, this church of the Lord Jesus Christ needs to arise with a great power, power to save, power to heal, power to deliver from evil spirits, power to bring Ashford and this ranch back to God. It is time to stand up for Jesus. Hallelujah. You, you mark my words, church. The forces of hell in these last days are coming to your neighborhood with your, with guns and, and, and blazing to rob, to kill and to destroy. 
That's the end times. Read it in the in Revelations. Pastor Lynn is preaching Revelations. Listen to what he's got to say. And my message today in Juniper Woods, Ashford, and, and is that the devil wants to fight. And let let's make it a good fight. Let's make it a good one. Let's just hold Jesus as a shield and a buckler. Someone, someone, lift their hands to heaven and shout amen. Let us today put on the full armor of God, Gospel of Faith Church. Put on the helmet of salvation. Put on the breastplate of righteousness. Put on the shield of faith. Take up the sword of the word of God, praying always in the spirit. Let us together, together, charge the gates of hell, saying, you cannot have my family. You cannot have my son or my daughter, my grandparents, my parents, you cannot have my 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 family. Let God arise at Gospel of Faith Church and let his enemies be scattered. Somebody, somebody, understand the victory is ours through Christ. God is the Lord of Lords, the King of Kings over all. Let us begin today a church, a church, a new church at Gospel of Faith Church with great power, great commitment, great faithfulness, great grace. Somebody lift your hands to heaven and shout amen and amen. A great church is not a place of anger or jealousy or distension. It is a place of love, joy, and communion where God's children love one another support one another welcome one another as you leave this broadcast today as you leave gospel of faith church today we are building a body of christ Oy! a holy ghost power filled church of the king i pray wherever you are read second chronicles chapter 7 verse 14 as we prepare to end this message today i am praying every day that god touch my kidneys my lungs my back that i might recover that i might be able to be over there i'm going to go every other sunday let lynn do one sunday i'll do the second sunday and let's begin revival to revive gospel of faith church to bring the Holy Spirit into that church. I know. It's easy just to come and sit and listen. It's hard to get involved. But it's time we got involved. These are the end times. You're not going to be safe out there in the wilderness. The devil will find his way into your family and your friends. He will try to attack you. Let's bind together. There's that old song. When we first opened the church, I had those little red books. I don't know how many of you remember the little red book, but it used to say, bind us together. Oh, Lord, bind us together. Bind us together with love. Now, may the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May he make his face to shine upon you. Keep praying. Keep praying together. I want to hear in my heart. Don't just say, we're praying for pastor. We're praying for this one or we're praying for that one. Pray it out loud. 
prayed from the pulpit to the pews and from the pews to the pulpit. Become a praying church. Pray for the lost. For salvation needs to be spread like a wildfire. I pray for you. Brother Al Martinez is in, in uh, the hospital in Flagstaff. And they tell him he can only go home if his legs get strong. Pray for that, please. Join me in prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that from the crown of, of Brother Al's head to the, to his soles of his feet, Lord God, I pray strength return to those muscles, to those ligaments, to the bones. I pray, Lord God, through the Holy Ghost, and feel his body, his mind, his spirit, his soul, and give him strength. We need him in the church, Lord God. He was a great great team member in the church. Him and his wife both were there and, and supported the church. Oh, Lord, in prayer as a prayer partner, he supported the church. And we just pray, Lord God, to bring him back to the church. Give him that strength, Lord God. Let that body be revived in Jesus' name. We lay spiritual hands upon him right now. Every part of his body being healed by the power of God. We pray it in Jesus' name. For all those that are on that prayer list right now, we pray in Jesus' name. Let us return strength to the body of Christ. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. I just pray it right now. And I hope and I pray for our church to find that strength to return, inviting the Spirit, inviting the Holy Ghost to come back to Gospel of Faith Church and giving strength to those that are trying to infill that church once again and every person in it. This I declare by the Word of God. Seek out, knock, and the door shall open. Seek, and ye shall find. Ask, and it shall be given. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. God bless you all.